Today is Tuesday, February 20th, 2018, and you're listening to the official VIEW News Podcast. I'm Greg Pollock. And I'm Adam Jar. Links to all the stories we talk about can be found in our weekly newsletter and on news.vjs.org. If you've been wanting to build a native app with Vue, NativeScript View 1.0 was just released along with a brand new documentation site. NativeScript View is a NativeScript plugin that allows you to use Vue to create native mobile apps. With NativeScripts, your apps are built with native UI components for iOS and Android. You'll have to get used to using this set of components along with some NativeScript CLI commands, and it'll help to get comfortable with some basics of how iOS simulators and Android virtual devices work. But it's definitely quicker to pick up than learning traditional iOS or Android development. And with their brand new documentation, it looks like now is a good time to get started. I'm sure we'll be seeing videos from ViewConf Amsterdam pop up in the next few weeks, but today you can get a sneak peek at Guillaume Chow's presentation slides where he walks you through using Apollo, GraphQL, and Vue. I've been really impressed by the simplicity of GraphQL. It just makes sense as a universal query language optimized for APIs. Yeah, why not allow people to use your API more like a database where they can query for just the data they want? Guillaume's slides walk you through the basics and show you how simple it is to use something like Apollo Server with Express to start serving up data to your Vue.js app. What would be the drawback to using Apollo for a backend server? Good question. And personally, for the ViewMastery.com website we're working on, I was a little scared to jump into a new technology that might not be so widely adopted. So that's why I went with Firebase as the backend. There's lots of libraries and tutorials on how to create an authentication system and like payments through Firebase. Are there services like Firebase that allow you to pay for a backend which uses GraphQL, like database as a service? Yeah, there's actually two that I found out there that I might want to find a project to use, like Scaffold and GraphCool. Who's your favorite composer? Hmm, that'd probably be Mozart. Good choice. Minus Chopin. Those brothers do beautiful work. Are you trying to make a joke about Alexander and Sebastian Chopin, the creators of Nuxt? I am. I am cheesy, I know. <laughs> they have composed quite a helpful framework for server-side rendering with Vue. And just before their Vue.js Amsterdam conference talk, they sat down for an interview with Gerard Sands. They share how they got started in web development, and we learn about their new focus, CMTY, or Community, an open-source project to help open-source authors. This week I learned about Vue Storefront, a standalone PWA for your e-commerce store that can connect with an existing e-commerce backend like Magento, Pimcore, PrestaShop, or Shopware as a backend API. This is open source? Yes, and Piotr Karwatka, who contributes to the project, wrote up a post this week explaining why they chose Vue.js over React for the project. It came down to a few things, starting with learning curve. The Vue documentation is pretty fantastic. Then there's architecture and performance, things like Virtual DOM, Vuex, and server-side rendering support. Also, he mentions the growing popularity, ease of creating a PWA, and how easy it is to find developers to help work on it. I'll have to check out Vue Storefront the next time I need to create an e-commerce front-end. You can learn a lot from another developer's successes and failures. Tim Nolay shares the top five things he learned while building a SaaS app with Vue. So what did he learn? Well five things. For authentication, he recommends using Auth0. For component organization, he used containers that are top-level routes that typically read from Vuex, and then views which are sub-routes of containers and hold no state. He's deploying to a CDN, AWS S3, with CloudFront to serve the app, but there are a few steps and gotchas to doing this properly, which he covers in the article. The plugins he used and recommends are Vue Bootstrap for styling, Vue-i18n for internationalization, and Vue-validate for input validation. And finally, he mentioned being a huge fan of the Vue dev tools and found the ability to toggle Booleans especially helpful while developing. Yeah, those dev tools can be really powerful. 
On Monday, Amanala Hasumi released the first two parts of his four-part tutorial showing you how to build a progressive quiz app with Vue, Vuex, and Firestore. It feels like there's a lot of tutorials that show you how to get started with a stack. So what do you think makes this one different? Good question. What I really liked about this tutorial is how he goes beyond the basics, particularly how to really organize things inside Vuex using modules, mapping Vuex actions into your components, and verifying that everything is working using Vue Dev tools. He also has a good example of how and where to use functional components. Functional components typically just render templates, often with props passed into them. They're stateless, not having their own data, and instanceless, making them faster to render. Right, and if you're writing .view files, using them is as simple as adding the functional keyword to your template tag. If you haven't yet, you gotta check out the two-page view cheat sheet Adam and I put together. You can download it over on viewmastery.com, print it on your desktop, put it on your second monitor while you're coding, and you got all the common view syntax right there at your fingertips. Grab it free over at viewmastery.com. And thanks for listening to the official View News Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week to catch the latest news in the View community.